In today's episode of How It Started, How It's Going, I interview Hannah Thornton. Hannah runs a successful airbrush spray tanning business. She's literally built her business from the ground up, starting in the garage of her own home while she was pregnant with her first child. Hannah shares her story with us and how she pivoted with the pandemic and the quarantine with a service-based business. We also discuss how she discovered the huge impact that working with local influencers can have on growing her business and how she's found balance with being an entrepreneur and the crazy schedule it can bring. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Hannah. If you're interested in starting your own business, specifically in the beauty industry, this episode is for you. Welcome Hannah Thornton to the show today. Thank you so much for being on. My gosh, thank you for having me. Yes. Okay. So I always like to start out with just telling our listeners like what you do as an entrepreneur. So tell us everything you do. And I know you've got a couple jobs, so don't be shy. Let's hear all of them. (laughs) Okay. You want to hear everything? Um, I own Airbrush Tans by Hannah in Edmond, Oklahoma. Um, So I do spray tans uh, as my main gig. Uh, Last year after quarantine, I was uh, a little burnout on spray tans. I thought, I don't know if I'm ready to go back to this um, full time. So I actually reached out to a local medical spa, um, Live Medical Spa. And I said, hi, I have an aesthetics license. I've been building my business, so I haven't used it, but I'm willing to learn and do whatever you want me to do to um, be able to work there. But I'd love to be a part of your team part-time, you know, and uh, they hired me like a couple days later. So um, now I I don't have much time for that. So I'm only there one day, (laughs) one morning a week, but it does help me kind of get a different kind of, yeah, it kind of helps me um, break up my week a little bit. So yes, just like a fresh, something different other than the same, you know, spray tanning every day. I get that. (laughs) Yes. Which I needed and it's better now. I don't feel that way. It just was like a weird year last year. And, um, so now I'm only there a few hours a week, but I love it. I don't want to (laughs) leave. Yay. That's so exciting. Okay. So what does it take to like get into spray tanning? Like, do you have to have your aesthetics license or like what kind of training do you guys do for that? No, it actually doesn't take much. You don't have to be licensed to do spray tanning, which has its pros and cons, you know, in school, in beauty school, aesthetic school, you learn a lot of stuff about, you know, the cleanliness and cleaning procedures, stuff like that. Um, So it's really important to at least do like a training or um, get in with someone who has been doing it for a long time so that you know those things um, as well if you didn't go to aesthetic school. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So did you always want to get into spray tanning or or what made you go to aesthetic school? 
<laughs> so funny, actually. In high school, my stepmom started taking me to get spray tans from this like little older lady. She was so cute and sweet. Um, and I I just always thought, even as like a freshman and sophomore in high school, like I would be so good at this. I would love to do that one day. And then uh I actually ended up trying to go to college. I did that for about a semester and I was like, Yeah, this isn't this isn't for me. So <laughs> right. I went to beauty school, of course. Um so it kind of just all worked out that way. I don't know. It wasn't like, oh, I want to do aesthetics or, oh, I want to do spray tans. It was like, okay, I'm not going to college. My dad's going to want me to do something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of just ended up in esthetician school. Nice. I love it. I love the whole beauty industry. I, that's definitely something that I always thought about doing, but I just, I don't think that I was as passionate about it. Um, yes. But yeah. Okay. So I also want to talk about, so how long have you been doing your spray tan business? So I started my spray tan business about five years ago, almost five years. Um, okay. I was just right out of esthetician school when I started it. So, yeah. Okay. So you started your spray tan business five years ago. So let's kind of talk about like, talk about the last five years, like okay. from where you started and where it is today, like what have you learned along the way? And what, like, did you ever have days where you just wanted to quit and you were like, no, I can't even do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Where, you know, there's so many ups and downs. Uh, the ups are definitely how good it has been for me and my family and, you know, being able to make your own schedule kind of, really make as much money as you want to make, um, mm-hmm. just depending on how much you're wanting to work. Right. Um, some downs have been, I, like I mentioned earlier, I did go through a little bit of a burnout stage where I was just working, working, working. Oh my gosh, I can, I can work this much and make this much money. And then, uh, I, we kind of had the quarantine and the shutdown and, mm-hmm. um, I had a break from it all. And I was just like, wow, this was kind of nice. Not doing spray tans for a minute. So I have had those moments where I'm like, I need to just make sure this is what I really want to do. This is where I want to be. Um, it always is when I go there, it's always, it's always what I want to be doing. It's always, I always go back to it, but, um, I have had those moments where I'm like, gosh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm burnt out. I want to stay home with my kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned like talking about burnout and how it was nice Mm -hmm. to take a break, but that you do always come back to it. And I think that's really important too, right? Because I think, I know for me, when I was trying to figure out like what I wanted to do with my career and my life, I, I always had these high hopes of like, no, like people say, you know, you need to love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. But I think that's unrealistic, you know, because sure. yeah. Cause uh, you know, like with you, it's, it sounds like you're pretty passionate and you still love doing spray tans, but it's balance is so important. And so it's so important. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So speaking of quarantine and COVID and all that, I do kind of want to talk about how, like, how did you, um, switch it up? How did you adjust your business for that? Because yeah, if people can't come in to get a spray tan, it's like, what do you do? (laughs) So wild. Okay. So there were a couple things we did at first. I was like, you know, we still didn't know that much about all of this whenever the first part of the shutdown happened. So I was like, I don't know. Like we still had people reaching out to us saying we're getting married. Like we had a wedding spray tan scheduled and we're not canceling our wedding. So 
What are you going to do about it? (laughs) Basically. So we're like, well, I don't know. We don't want to go over there and get sick or get someone else sick. You know, we just didn't know. Yeah. Um, so for, for a little bit, we were just trying to figure everything out. So we were kind of hanging out. I was, I was soaking up some time with my kids, kind of just putting it, you know, on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I kept having people reach out. I need, um, at home spray tan. I need at home spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> so we started carrying a self tanner. My spray tan company that I buy from is out of California. They ended up becoming, um, essential because they were carrying hand sanitizer, room sanitizer, okay. stuff like that. So I was able to the whole quarantine, get self tan shipped to Oklahoma and sell it. And I mean, people were buying it. I kept saying, I don't know what you guys are tanning for, but please keep tanning. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm so thankful. (laughs) Yeah. Please don't stop. Um, so that's kind of what we did. We just sold at home product and, um, I really pushed it on social media. Uh, Every time I would tan, I'd put it out there like, oh, I'm tan, even though I'm sitting on the couch, I'm feeling good about myself, stuff like that. So that's kind of how we had to do it. We had a couple brides who uh, we would go to their garage they'd and they'd have photographers coming and stuff for their wedding. So we'd go to their garage and mask up, you know, and, and give them tans. But that was very few uh, people who wanted to do that. So, yeah. Oh, gosh, I can't imagine being a bride and just having to deal with quarantine. <laughs> we just really felt so bad for them. You know, they had already done their trials with us, you know, everything. So, yeah. So with switching to selling like at home products and not, you know, offering or providing, being able to provide the service of spray tanning. Um, how was that like shifting from a service-based business to now products? Like, did it stress you out having to like, did you ship it? Did you, how did you guys take orders? Like, how was that? Yeah. <laughs> so all of our orders were online. So if people wanted to come pick it up, you know, we'd do like a bag and put it on our porch and they'd just come grab it off my porch or we would ship it as well. Um, it was all through um, my booking app, you know, Vagaro. So they would just go on and order it and um, we'd just ship it out from there. It was, it was a nice change. Honestly, it was kind of fun getting to kind of learn that whole side of it. I, I've always done at-home product, um, but not as much as I was doing it then. So it was cool to kind of um, amp that up and, and learn that whole side of it. And now I do it all the time. Um, now it's like a, a normal thing to have multiple orders come in every day because they've been ordering it since, you know, 2020. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Okay. Fun. So let's kind of jump back again to the beginning where you finish a statistician school, um, and you decided to start your spray tan business. So what did that look like? Like, did you have to invest in the equipment? Um, you know, did you go find a salon to have your home in, um, home, your business? <laughs> um, like what did, how did it look like starting your actual spray tan business? So I was pregnant 
with my, oh my daughter, gosh. just barely <laughs> pregnant. Yeah. And, um, I had no money. Like I said, I just graduated school. I, I was working as a receptionist. I think, you know, my husband was doing some stuff for his friends and, uh, we weren't married at the time. Actually, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was like, I'm pregnant. I'm not making enough money to even pay for daycare or a nanny to come watch our kids. So I'm going to have to stay home. Like I'm going to have to work from home somehow. So what am I going to do? And I had done, um, briefly right after aesthetic school, I had worked in a spa and they had taught me how to spray tan and I loved it. And I thought, I I don't like this other stuff. I really just want to do spray tans. So, um, I came to my husband one night and I was like, listen, I think that I could do spray tans out of our house. And he's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) that's dirty. Our house will smell. People will be in our house. No. And then we got thinking, I'm like, we have a side door. And he's like, okay, you know, just kind (laughs) of opening up to the idea. And then he gets out this piece of paper and he starts drawing and, uh, in his mind, he had built me this spray tan room in our garage and that's what we ended up doing. So, uh, I went to my grandparents and I got a loan for like, I don't know, 6,000 bucks. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they were so happy to do that for me. Everyone in our family, um, all the men in our family, at least have done this. They've started businesses instead of doing college or something like that. Yeah. Um, Entrepreneur life. Yes. So they were very excited for me to do that as well. And and they were excited that I would be home with the, the baby and stuff like that. So, um, they gave me the money and, um, my husband and I got to work. He went to Lowe's and got some tarps and wood. And, uh, we built this little tiny, like 10 by 10 room in our garage. And that's where I sprayed people for like two years. <laughs> Wow. I love that. It was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after the two years, what made you want to move it outside of your home? Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) I mean, by this time I had a full on clientele, like people in and out of my house all day long till late at night. Right. Um, my husband came home one day and couldn't park in our driveway. There was three or four cars out there, a couple cars on the road. They were all, I was behind. So they were all mm-hmm. waiting in line for their spray tan at my <laughs> oh, no. house. And that night I went inside and he goes, we've got to do something. Like, I don't know if you have to not be in the house anymore, like tanning or if you need to go find this space, but yeah, our, our neighbors are going to think something really crazy is going on here. <laughs> Well, spray tanning in the garage is maybe a little crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So by that time it was just too big for my house. And, uh, I actually went and got a suite at, uh, a beauty bar in town. Yeah. That's awesome that like, I love how he was so supportive and I, I can imagine that would be really hard to work out of your home you know, doing a business where clients are coming to you and they're coming to your house because, you know, like we talked about balance earlier and it's like, how do you turn it off? And how do you, you know, how do you relax at home when like your clients have been in and out of there all day and just, yeah, that would be hard. Absolutely. 
I would, I would like be spray tanning people. And then I'd have a little break. So I'd run in and like breastfeed my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> come back out. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're like super mom. <laughs> oh no, gosh. I wish. No, you are. I think you're selling yourself short here. That's a big deal. Well, I mean, you, you, you got pregnant and you, you wanted to stay home or you, you know, you had to stay home at the time, whatever. And it's, but you figured it out. And you did it and you had a baby and another baby with the business. Like that's, I have, I've had another baby since then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that too. Yeah. So it's like the two kids and I call your business a baby too. Cause that's just how I feel like, you know, I don't have any kids yet, but I would imagine that's just a labor of love. (laughs) It sure is. Um, Yeah. Okay. So So you said you had a full clientele within just a couple of years. So how did you, like, how did you build your clientele? Gosh, uh, super hard work. Um, In the beginning, you know, I really wouldn't say no to people. If somebody wanted to come up to my house at 10 o'clock at night and get a spray tan, they are a potential client for me. So I would say, yes, let's do it. And, uh, so there was a lot of late nights, a lot of times on the weekends where I'd be hanging out with my family, but also wanting to build my clientele. Um, so it took some sacrifice, but I'm so glad now that I did that. I I don't really have to do that anymore. If I don't want to, I can pretty much stick to my schedule. Like these are the times I'm here. If you want, um, to come in, that's when you can find me. So, um, I think that's why I can do that. Um, but I also, a big part of growing my clientele was, um, you know, five years ago, that's kind of when influencers became a bigger deal and, and kind of more of what they are now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was sitting in my living room and I was holding my baby and (laughs) I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw, um, I don't know if you follow them, but I saw like Amber filler up and, um, you know, Rachel, she's in Utah. She's like pink peonies or something. Oh yeah. Just a few of these big time influencers that were all in, um, on an Island for Lily Pulitzer. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) This brand is using their influencers to get their name out there. I mean, I didn't know much about Lily Pulitzer. That's not really my style, but I'm following these influencers and now I know about it. Um, so I started kind of looking online at, at local influencers and, um, I just started reaching out to people like, Hey, I work out of my house. I'm trying to build my clientele. Would you want to tan for free and talk about me? And a lot of those girls are still with me and still market for me to this day. So that's a big part of how I built my business. So I'm so thankful for those girls. And I tell them every chance I get how awesome they are. So, yeah, but that is incredible too, because this, it is like a new industry, if you will, the blogger influencers. And so that's awesome that you were just scrolling online and the thought came up to you. I mean, that's definitely some entrepreneur moves right there. <laughs> For sure. I, I was just looking at that, like, wow, that is genius. And now I'm going to steal that idea. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it worked out very well. <laughs> it worked out. I'm so thankful. Yeah. Okay. So you've, you're a couple years in, you've got your clientele. Now you've got the influencers probably bringing you even more clients. So how did that, yeah. So how did that look when you started setting those boundaries for your business? 
Cause that kind of goes along with like having the balance. Right. And I, I'm right there with you. Like in the beginning, I think it's, you feel like you just cannot say no to someone, but yeah, yeah, at some point you've got to get back to having like a life, right? Like self-care, family time, like just time off for your sanity. So how did that, like, what did that look like? And how did you start implementing, you know, boundaries and just essentially telling people no? (laughs) Yeah. So once I wasn't working in my house anymore, you know, it wasn't like I was just going to leave and go meet them up there to do one spray tan and then come back home. So it was mm-hmm. one of those things like, Hey, I'm sorry. These are my, these are my hours now. Um, this is just how it's going to have to be. So I, it really wasn't that bad. You know, my clients knew I had kids, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They had come with me from my house. They knew why I was there. So I feel like they were pretty supportive as I, I kind of navigated those new waters and, um, I still worked a lot though. When I first started there, um, in my new space, I, uh, I had a lot of availability, so I was able to kind of get a lot of people in still. Yeah. Well, that's good. Cause I feel like, I think a lot of times with, you know, owning your own business and just running the business kind of a solo situation, I, I feel like customers, And actually, I feel like I see this a lot just in the beauty industry in general um, with hairstylists and facialists and things like that. I feel like clients want to take advantage of that, you know, whether it's trying to sneak in around your schedule or last minute, you know, cancellation, whatever. Um, And then I also would like to touch in on pricing if you're okay with talking about that too, because that's something that I see a lot in the beauty industry. I worked the front desk at a spa in Tulsa. Um, They had the med spa, but they also had like a full hair salon. Um, And I just, I can't tell you how many times I was, I was shocked at how many times a customer would like haggle on the pricing. Yeah. And I'm just like, you would never walk into like a corporate job and negotiate someone's price. Why, like, why is it different for the beauty industry? And just what are your, your thoughts and your experience with that? Yeah, honestly, people do that. It's kind of strange because, you know, myself or you, I know you, and I just feel like we would never do that or expect that. So it's really strange that um, people have that mindset about the beauty industry because it is our job. It's our work. That's, mm-hmm. you know, this is what we're doing to pay our bills and support our families. Yeah. I feel like with clients like that, it's, it's almost like they're just coming, like you said, it's a mindset. They're coming from like that. I don't want to say lack, but I don't know. There's some kind of like money story there with them that they feel like because you're a service industry and it's just you versus like a corporation or a boss or whatever. I don't know if they just feel like they're like, I got to try. Like <laughs> so why don't you? Yeah. Another thing kind of like touching on influencers again. Um, once I grew my following, I would have influencers with quite a bit less of a following than I already had come mm-hmm. to me and be like, um, will you, you know, tan me for free and I'll post about you at that point. I'm like, are you wanting free spray tans? Or are you wanting my followers to see you? Because at that point I'm giving you free spray tans and my followers are seeing you. So what are you really doing for me? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Because where a lot of my influencers have helped so much, you know, there's always Mm -hmm. those few that are really just there for free stuff. And, uh, you know, they're kind of, 
bringing it down for the rest of them. So, right. <laughs> but it is nice. The ones that it sounds like you've got a handful that they truly oh did help your business. And I, I love how yeah. you approached it too, because I think it's weird when, like you said, an influencer that maybe they have less of a following than you, and they're yeah. also asking for free stuff. So it's, I, yeah, it's kind of that same thing. Like what's going on in your mindset when they have less of a following and they're asking for, you know, a free product or service. It's yeah. kind of like, um, it's not really how it works. <laughs> like you're no. just asking for free stuff. So <laughs> yeah, if somebody needs you, they'll come to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. I kind of want to jump into like when you decided to join the med spa, which I think you mentioned that was during quarantine and you kind of needed a break from spray tanning. Uh Um, So what was it about the med spa that made you kind of want to mix it up or what was that like? Yeah. So um, by this point I had already had my mom working for me, which I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, my oh, mom yeah. does spray tans for me. So she um, kind of keeps the ship afloat while I'm not there. Um, <laughs> She's amazing too. I've had one oh from each gosh. of you and you guys are both just great. <laughs> Thank you. She really is amazing. And, um, you know, having her there made it easier for me to change my schedule a little bit and be able to be home when I want to, but still know that my clients are very well taken care of uh, yes. while I'm not there. So, um, so by that point that I started working at the medical spa, um, I had my mom working for me. So she was just going to, you know, add more days to her schedule. And I was going to try to step back a tiny bit and just kind of do some other stuff and, um, put my focus elsewhere for just a minute. I knew it wouldn't be permanent, but I just needed some, some time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, um, Tan Bailey, who's the office manager who you've spoken with at Live oh, Medical yes. School. She's so sweet. Um, <laughs> yes. And I tanned her and I had followed them on Instagram and stuff. So I just reached out to her one night and said, Hey, are you guys looking for an esthetician? And um, they gave me a call and they were ready to interview. So, yay. Well, it seems like a good fit. I just love watching you and Shelby do the fun TikToks and it just everybody there just seems so happy and positive yes. and really knowledgeable with what they're doing. Um, so what are like, what are your favorite services that they offer? What do you like doing oh on people's skin? <laughs> I love them all. They're all so crazy and um, right. <laughs> so they work so well, you know, so, uh, my favorite thing to do is microneedling. So we do a skin pin. Um, love that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And it's just like instant gratification, just amazing. Um, so I love doing the more intense stuff, you know, cause I'm doing spray tans all day and that's like, okay, I'm putting a tan on you, but this I'm like making people bleed and like <laughs> getting, their, getting their blackheads and, you know, working there has its perks for me too. I get to get my lips done and my Botox, stuff like yes. that. So <laughs> I, love I love it. it. And everyone there is so sweet. It's, it's not your typical med spa atmosphere. I've gone into a couple that I don't feel super comfortable or super welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't feel like I maybe fit in, but there, as soon as I walked in the first time, I just knew I was like, okay, I want to be here. It's so welcoming. Everyone's so loving and kind and just not judgmental at all. So I've just like fell in love with it. The second I walked in and I was like, I have to be here. Even if it's only one day a week, I want to be a part of this team. So. Yes. I love that. And I love that you said that they're just very welcoming because that is exactly the word that I would choose for it. Yes. It is different from other med spas and I mean, nothing against them, but I do, I feel like they do kind of have, I don't want to say stuffy because that just sounds really negative, but Nothing negative against the other ones, but at Live, it's just, it is. It does feel more like open, welcoming, positive. A little bit homey almost, you know? Yes. Just so sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, so let's kind of talk about what opportunities has your business brought into your life? Oh my gosh, so many. I... (laughs) So many cool people doing this and just getting to hang out with cool women all day and um, make friends. A lot of my clients have literally become my friends. They Mm -hmm. started with me in my garage when I was pregnant with my first daughter, you know, so it's just so wild, you know, the friendships and the relationships and just, gosh, um, so many connections. Uh, My mom actually... Uh, was tanning a woman. Uh, her name is Kelly Masters. She's a big deal. She's like top 50 women in sports named by ESPN. And uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Kelly just like loves my mom and said, I want you to come work for me. So actually I'm sharing, I'm sharing my mom now with Kelly. And uh, so that was a really cool thing for her. This like awesome woman is like, you have great customer service. You're nice. Every time I come here, you're good at what you do. So come work for me. So Kelly, I forgive you for stealing her, but (laughs) I love it. That's incredible though. Cool connections. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think I'm actually a really big fan of of Allie Ayers. And I think you shared her on Instagram as well. And I, I mean, she's a sports illustrated model. Like that's huge. (laughs) I mean, I, I fangirl a little bit every time I see her. So I started tanning her a couple of years ago for her first sports illustrated event. Um, I think it was, and, uh, she works with Chelsea day. Yes. Love her. Um, So that's who kind of hooked us up. And now I get to tan her for her sports illustrated. Just gorgeous, of course, as you can tell from her pictures, but, uh, I, I love getting to tan her and kind of hang out with her for a few minutes when she comes in. Yes. I love that. Okay. So something else that I love talking about with entrepreneurs, cause this is kind of a big reason why I want to be an entrepreneur is like the freedom of, you know, time and you are running your own business. You do get to set your own hours. So how has that impacted your life? Like, do you, when you go on vacation, do you get to relax or is it you're stressed about the business the entire time? Or what does it look like kind of outside of your business? Yeah. So I, um, you know, now five years later, I have my schedule set to where I'm home four days in a row with my daughters. And then I work three days in a row and get all of my clients into those three days. Now they're long three days. Yeah. (laughs) But 
Um, but I am able to squeeze them all in and get them in for, you know, before the weekend for their events and stuff like that. So that has been such a blessing and just so incredible that I get to spend this much time with my kids, plus bring in the income that I bring in. Um, and yeah, you know, have that support that I'm able to have for my family, um, but still be here with them also. So I kind of live the best of both, best of both worlds. Um, yeah, I love that. <laughs> okay. So if you, let's see, if you could do everything all over again, would you do it the same or what would you change? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I, I, um, I kind of like how it's gone. Honestly, I, um, I've had to learn a lot. You know, I am not the most organized person <laughs> in the world. So I feel like if I could go back, I'd be a little bit more organized, but I'm probably never going to be organized. So, right. <laughs> well, it sounds like it hasn't slowed you down. So <laughs> it hasn't. It's been fine. I've just kind of rolled with the punches and uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's important too, right? Because I feel like, my husband always gives me a hard time about this. It's like, I am so black and white and impatient. So like I have my goal and it's got to go exactly as I want it to. And of course it never does. So he's right. always reminding me, like, have your goal, have your main, you know, end goal, but you got to be flexible on how you get there. And I'm like, that's so crazy though, because what, if I don't know how I'm getting there, then it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. I know. It's like, let's just go straight there. Oh no, there's going to be little twists and turns. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let me throw this your way and see what you do with it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So if you had any advice for an entrepreneur, maybe someone looking to start their own business in the beauty industry, what advice would you have for someone? Gosh, I would say just go for it. You just have to jump in. You know, you can't wait for the right time. There's not a right time. Um, I had to borrow money from my grandparents to start mine. So whatever you have to do, just do it. You know, um, thank God I did that because I, I wouldn't have the income or the, um, even job or, um, career that I have now, if I wouldn't have done it, um, you know, if I would have been too yeah. scared to ask or too embarrassed, then, uh, you know, I wouldn't be able to turn around and do the same for someone else probably one day. So absolutely. Yeah. You kind of have to take that risk and take that jump for sure. For sure. <laughs> Even if it's starting a spray tan in your garage. <laughs> My husband built it himself. <laughs> I love that. Well, and I love how in the beginning he just was like, no, <laughs> like yeah, not even too messy. Yeah. <laughs> but then of course you talked about it and he jumped on board and it sounds like everyone in your family was super supportive. So that's amazing too. Yes. Um, everyone loved it. Okay. So I think this one question that I love asking people is like, where do you see yourself and or your business, like in the next 10 years? Yeah, gosh, that's, um, I would say, hopefully I have a brick and mortar, something with my name on it. Uh, maybe a few girls in there helping me and uh, me kind of stepping back a little bit. But um, I don't know. I mean, like you said, there's so many twists and turns that right. it's a surprise, whatever's coming next. <laughs> Yeah. But that's exciting though. I get, okay. That actually leads me to another question is like in the beginning, when you started your business, 
um, you know, you're trying to hustle, you're trying to make money and all that. So when, when, at what point in time did you feel like you could kind of breathe a little bit and relax where you kind of felt like you were like, okay, I think I've made it right. Like (laughs) enough where you can breathe. (laughs) I think, I think getting into a space outside of my house was like the best thing for my husband, for myself, for my marriage, (laughs) for my daughter, um, kind of just being able to separate everything and then realizing, okay, I can pay my booth rent. Okay. I can afford to do all this. I just had never done it before. So I didn't know. So after those first couple months getting settled and realizing like, okay, this isn't gonna, you know, change much that I'm here. Um, I was like, I can just go home and relax now. I don't have to be here all the time, you know? Um, so that was kind of my first breath of fresh air was, um, kind of figuring all that out, figuring yeah. out how to work outside of my house. So, right. I love that. I think that was a big, that was a big step for you. So that's, yeah, I could see where that would kind of feel, I don't know if relaxing is the word, but just a sigh of relief, right? Like, okay, yes. I leveled up it's working. <laughs> like right. Everything's going as planned. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to like kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Okay. Perfect. Well, as we kind of round out this episode, this is the part where I like to offer you a, a shameless plug. <laughs> so okay. where can people find you? Um, you know, if locals here in the Oklahoma city area want to book with you, um, social media, all the things. <laughs> yeah. I am on Instagram. Um, my name on there is at um, by Hannah Thornton. So by and then my first and last name. And all my booking links are there. You can look at um, client photos. I post some funny reels sometimes. <laughs> They're always <laughs> funny. <laughs> I try to keep it light on my page. Um, yeah. So give me a follow there. And I'd love to meet you guys. Perfect. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you being on the show and it was thank fun you hearing for having you. me. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of how it started, how it's going. If you liked this episode or any other episode that I've posted, please feel free to give me a five-star review. Leave a comment if you'd like. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can find Hannah's information in the show notes for this episode. I will have all of the links posted. You can find out more about me and what I'm working on at my website, kristenwestfall.com. Find me on all the socials, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm on there at Kristen Westfall. I will also have these linked in the show notes. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.